Welcome to this edition of the Morning Devotional. My name is Pastor William Hill. I'm the pastor of Providence Presbyterian Church located in Evansville, Indiana. It's great to have you here with me as we begin Season 9 of the Morning Devotional, a shorter season than Season 8 in which we covered the entirety of the Westminster Confession of Faith, over 180-plus um, episodes. Uh, we're going to take a journey through the book of Deuteronomy. We're going to take one chapter a day, Monday through Friday, uh, beginning with today's edition, December 6th, 2023. And as you know, uh, the book of Deuteronomy um, contains um, 32, uh, 33, excuse me, 34 chapters in the book of, in the book of uh, Deuteronomy. And so, however that works out, as far as the number of days, but it will be shorter than the uh, Westminster Confession of Faith series. Also, just so you know, I'm, I'm not going to try to deal with every pedantic detail of the book of Deuteronomy. It's a great book, and but this is a devotional, so I'm going to cover the highlights, the lowlights of each chapter. I'm not going to deal with every conceivable possible thing. Um, that's for other teaching uh, opportunities, and those are for sermons and, and, and Sunday school classes. This is a devotional. I just want to synthesize the chapter for you the best I can. And give you some salient things to take away from it as you work your way through. So the way you can prepare for this each day is you can read the chapter ahead of time uh, before you listen to this video. I'm not going to read the entirety of the chapter. In fact, I'm not going to read that much of the chapters at all. Um, uh, but I will be reading various verses as we work through. But that's how you can prepare uh, to listen to this devotional. Read the chapter first and then listen to the video, watch the video. And then, uh, Lord willing, you'll be blessed by some of the things that are said. So with that said, let's pray, and then we'll take up chapter 1 of the book of Deuteronomy this morning. Let's pray. Father, as we embark on this journey through this fifth book of the Pentateuch, the fifth book of the law, we pray that you, by your Spirit, would bless our time in this book. There is so much here, and we're going to leave much unsaid but we would ask that your spirit would give to us what we need to hear as we do this journey through this, um, through this book. We ask for Christ's sake. Amen. Well, Deuteronomy chapter 1, the entirety of the book of, the Deut of Deuteronomy, can be summarized very easily as a sermon by Moses in which he exposits, in some sense, the Ten Commandments that were given in Exodus 20 and then will be repeated in Deuteronomy 5. Uh, to the second generation of the people of Israel. This is the generation now that will cross the Jordan River at the onset of the book of Joshua. And so there's things that are said by way of reminder uh, to this second generation of the people of God, and that's what chapter 1 uh, begins uh, to do. And the first um, eight verses, we really have a setting. Uh, it, some call it a prologue. It's a brief section that provides the chronological and geographical setting of the book of Deuteronomy, identifying the speaker and audience, as well as summarizing that the book is an exposition of the law. Now, that's a quote from a commentator. We know this book was written uh, by uh, Moses himself. And so we see that there in verse 2. It's, it is 11 days journey from Horeb by the way of Mount Seir to Kadesh Barnea. In the 40th year, on the first day of the 11th month, Moses spoke to the people of Israel according to all that the Lord had given him in commandment to them. 
And so the, the first eight verses set the stage. They set the platform. It's as though Moses is going to ascend the platform. He's going to ascend into a pulpit, and he is going to preach this particular book uh, to the people. Now, verses 6 through 8, um, as one commentator tells us, is really introductory to the first speech that Moses is going to give. That first speech or first sermon begins by focusing on uh, the land. Now, this land is that's the, the land that is directly before the people. Uh, this second generation of the people of Israel, their parents have now died in the wilderness uh, due to their rebellion. And Moses recounts those events for them as he sets forth to do that in verse 19 when he says, Then we set out from Horeb and went through all that great and terrifying wilderness that you saw on the way to the hill country of the Amorites, as the Lord our God commanded us. And we came to Kadesh Barnea. And I said to you, you have come to the hill country of the Amorites, which the Lord our God is giving us. See, the Lord your God has set the land before you. Go up, take possession as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has told you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Then all of you came near me and said, Let us send men before us. And so the, 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 the speech or the sermon goes on to describe the events that happened in, 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 um, in Numbers 13 and 14, where the, the spies go into the land, uh, they see the strength of the land, they see the giants in the land, and they are afraid. They come back, the ten Ten leaders representing ten tribes of Israel come back to the people and say, we can't do this thing, we're doomed if we go. And, of course, the two tribes uh, representing, uh, represented by Joshua and Caleb, um, they say, we can do this, the Lord is with us. And because of the unbelief and because of the rebellion of the people, God then strikes them uh, with that terrible judgment by which they would never enter the land, at least that generation. But now... Now, these are the children of those parents, and they are hearing this story, a story they probably know. And, and the one thing that we can glean from this is by way of reminder, Moses is telling this next generation not to repeat the sins of their parents, that God is with them, and that they are about to cross the Jordan River. They are about to go into this land and God will be with them, and they will take the land, that God will fight for them and fight against the enemies of God. Now, we see the penalty for this rebellion that occurred in Numbers 13 and 14. Moses begins this section in verse 34, And the Lord heard your words and was angered, and he swore, Not one of these men of this evil generation shall see the good land that I swore to give to your fathers, except Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, he shall see it, and to him and to his children I will give the land on which he has trodden, because he has wholly followed the Lord. Even with me, the Lord was angry on your account and said, You also shall not go in there. Joshua, the son of Nun, who stands before you, he shall enter. Encourage him, for he shall cause Israel to inherit it. So here we, we, it sets the platform, really, for the successor of Moses. It will be Joshua that will take the people into the promised land. Moses has been shut out because of his disobedience against the Lord and striking the rock and bringing water when God told him to speak only. But Joshua will be ordained of the Lord to take the people in. And so the people are encouraged to encourage him and to, to follow him and to do that which um, he says as he speaks as the prophet of the Lord or speaks as the instrument of the Lord uh, to the people.
And so this first chapter, some things we can just uh, glean from this. First, uh, we can uh, note in verses 9 through 18 uh, that, uh, that God himself appoints leaders um, in the camp of the people of the Lord. And so God does do this. And then in verses 19 uh, through um, through 33, we, we take note of the events that took place and the rebellion of the first generation of God's people, the generation that came out of Egypt, and how we learn from their rebellion not to repeat those, those sins, not to repeat those things. Now, look, we are sinful people, and we are prone to rebel against the word of the Lord. We are prone to do that which is, which is against that which God commands. And the Word of God is given to us to, to instruct us that we not do these things. It's also given to us, as Paul tells us, as an, as an example for us. Now, it's a lot easier to learn from example than it is to learn from experience. The people of the first generation learned from experience not to rebel against the Lord, and they suffered greatly for it. But this second generation of God's people, they hear the story. They witness the experiences of their parents. And God willing, they will learn something about what it means to follow holy after the Lord, that, that God is holy and He uh, will not trifle with sin and um, He will be angered at disbelief. And so, God willing, they learn, and as Moses teaches them this here, this penalty for Israel's rebellion, we see that from verses 34 uh, through 46. We also take note of the mercy of God in this chapter, in that God is now preaching through Moses to the people about things that have happened before them that they might learn and understand and recognize that God is for them. He will fight for them. He will be for them. And He is for them just as He is for us. As we live in this world, as we labor on to our heavenly rest, we can have great confidence in the fact that the God of heaven is for His people. And as we listen to His word, as we listen to what He has to say to us and we believe and trust in all that He has told us, we will reach our heavenly rest. We do that, of course, in dependence upon the Spirit of the living God. And so may He grant more of His Spirit to us as we work our way through Deuteronomy. We see difficult things, we see uh, encouraging things, but, but may, he, may He teach us and, and help us as we listen and sit, as we sit and listen at the feet of the God who wrote these very words. Well, I trust these times are helpful for you. I hope they are. If you have any comments or questions, you can leave me a note. The way to reach me is there before you on the screen. And so until the Thursday edition, when we consider Deuteronomy chapter 2, may the Lord help you today. May you walk in His ways. God bless.